The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the second chapter. On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water now become wine and did not know where it came from, of the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. This is the, the gospel of the Lord. I think when it comes to evangelism, when it comes to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ and his salvation and telling other people about him, many people think of it in terms of a guilt trip. I've got to do this. My parents, my pastor, my Sunday school, my CE teacher said it's good to tell people about Jesus. You should go tell people about Jesus or you're not being a very good Christian. And when we think about telling people about the happiest thing in our life, that we are reconciled with God, well, we have mixed feelings. Because it's just sort of something, one more thing, and a long list of things we have in our lives that we have to do. And we have this internal guilt trip over it. Now, I do want to be clear. Telling people about Jesus when the opportunity is right is a good thing to do. And yes, I'll even say it this way. It is something that we should do. If somebody doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ, if we can, should we tell them about him? Absolutely, we should. But I think that the motivation for us telling somebody, the way that we frame it, the way that we think about it, when the opportunity is there, shouldn't be a matter of, I have to do this, I'm supposed to do this, but rather, it should be born out of a desire to share with people the source of the goodness that they know already and experience already in their life. Now, we know this, this is obvious. Christians are not the only people in the world who experience the goodness of God and the good gifts of God. You don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be baptized to know what happiness is. You don't have to say Jesus is Lord to recognize goodness, truth, and beauty and to experience the emotions that go along with being present or next to those things to have them. Joy is not something that is found only inside of the church, the body of Christ. It's not contained to Christians. Okay, so for example, somebody doesn't have to believe the words of the Nicene Creed to see clearly that a sunset is something that's pretty to look at and to have happy feelings associated with that. You don't have to confess, I'm a poor, miserable sinner, and ask Jesus to forgive me to know that it is good to love and to be loved by other people. You don't have to come to the Lord's table or hear the absolution to know that 
filet mignon is absolutely delicious. Okay, none of those things are true. You don't have to be a Christian to enjoy this world. Everybody tastes and sees, everybody, that the Lord's creation is itself good. And I think in that way, they're a lot like all of the people that were there at the wedding feast in Cana from our gospel lesson this morning. Now, I'm guessing most of us here know the benefits of going to a wedding reception, right? A wedding party after you've had the ceremony, and then you have everybody gathered there to celebrate the wedding. It's an opportunity to see old friends, some of them you haven't seen in years, to get together oftentimes with family. Sometimes even you make a few new friends at a wedding. And certainly there's this, you get to enjoy food and drink that somebody else got to pay for, if you don't count your gift as payment. So it was at Cana, there before the start, the formal start of our Lord's ministry. There's this party, this wedding party, and you have a bad problem, a problem nobody who's ever organized a party wants to run into. You run out of the stuff that you need, and they particularly ran out of wine. And so with the back and forth between Jesus and his mother, we know how it plays out. Finally, her knowing who he is and what he can probably do, and she's vindicated, she appeals to him and he turns those jars of water into jars of wine to be drank by the guests. And because of that, because Jesus came in to the rescue of this wedding feast, the party got to continue I don't think too many, or at least I don't get the sense that a lot of people were aware that the wine had run out. Not a lot of people exactly knew that there was a problem, but certainly we know this from it, that even fewer were aware of who fixed the problem that had arise. It says only the servants knew who had done it. What people at that wedding party did know was that there was delicious wine to be had, at least from that point on. They'd been having a good time, they were having a good time, and they would keep having a good time until they decided that's enough, it's time to go home. The people of that wedding, like the people of this world, were enjoying the good gifts that were there to be enjoyed. And I think many people in life are certainly this way. They are at the party, so to speak, that is to say they are alive, living in this world through the various things that they're exposed to or take in, they know that there is goodness to be had, things to be enjoyed. And what's more, like those people at the wedding, I think there are many people who, enjoying those good things, are not aware of where the good things come from. They don't know who gave them. Christians, though, we're not that way. We are at the party, and we know where the good things came from. We have an inn, just like those servants that knew it was Jesus that turned that water into wine. The Christians know the wine is good, and we know who gave us the wine. With the rest of the guests, we taste the goodness of the things at the party, but we know who made them happen. We know the God from whom all blessings flow. Now, of course, this vantage point isn't because we are in and of ourselves just special people, wonderful people, and God revealed it to us because we're just so amazing. We're not better. 
The difference is just this. We know God. We know the creator. We know the blesser of mankind. We know personally, individually and personally, the Lord by whom all things were made. And more than that, we don't just know him, like we're acquainted with him. He actually happens to be a friend of ours. Jesus Christ is a friend of each one of us. He's our helper whenever we are in a time of need. And in knowing him, we don't just kind of know, well, everything comes from that over there, but rather we have personal, immediate, constant access to this wonderful giver of good wine. We have an in with the winemaker himself every single day of our life. And I think that it's when we understand this, when it truly clicks in our mind, when we truly get it, when we actually, in our inmost being, wake up and just understand, I know him. He's a friend of mine. God and I are closer than any two people can be in this world. I know what he is. I know what he does. I know what he can do. Does that not then put telling people about him in a different light? Does it not switch the idea of telling people about Jesus like, well, I guess I better do this. I haven't done this in a while or I'm supposed to do this. It's my job. <laughs> but doesn't it switch it over into I get to tell people about this wonderful giver who has blessed me and unbeknownst to them up until this point, blessed them with such good things. We know Jesus Christ is the word by whom all things are made. We know the joy that we have in him. We know the joy of forgiveness and peace that we have in him. And we know that he gives us those things and everything else in life abundantly and freely. How could I not want to share that? How could I not just want to believe it, but want to, whenever it is right in front of me, tell somebody else, this is true for you. This Jesus is a friend of mine, and he can be a friend of yours too. Indeed, we want to share it as we know him, as we love him, as our savior and friend, as we know and we enjoy the delicious wine of this life that he has given us to drink, we want to pray, praise and give thanks. We want to enjoy him and his creation all the days of our life. And yes, we want to tell other people about their savior and their Lord. Amen.